0: Greetings, brothers and sisters from Malawi. I'm here this morning to share with you the Word of God. And we are going to look at the mission of God, or God's mission in our lives. This morning, we read from the book of Genesis, chapter 12, verses 1 and 3, where we see God calling and sending Abram. Now the Lord say to Abram, go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. This is God speaking to Abraham, commanding him to leave geographically the place where he has been for a long, long, long time. The place that he was familiar, the people around him. And here is God he has a mission for him to go to the unknown place as far as Abram was concerned. But God knew exactly where he wanted Abram to go. Here, there is a parallel in the gospel where we read this morning. The gospel of Mark, chapter 1, especially verse 17, Jesus said to them, follow me, and I will make you fish for people. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. It's exactly what Abraham did. So we see the parallel in genesis chapter 3 where god is command uh, chapter 12 where god is commanding abraham to leave and indeed he left he obeyed god's command and also the disciples of jesus christ jesus christ said to them follow me and i will make you and immediately they had to leave and follow him What are we seeing here? Obedience. The disciples and Abraham were able to obey God. Were able to obey Jesus Christ. To go to the unknown place. They didn't know exactly what the new place was going to look like. The new assignment was going to look like. This is a moment of uncertainty. You don't know what is to happen next in your life. It is a moment where many of us experience fear. We become uncomfortable of the uncertainty. What is it that we are going to face? It's normal to human beings. But we see here, Abraham. And the disciples of Jesus Christ obeying the voice of the Lord. Now, the question is how much time do we spend to hear God speaking to our lives? We cannot obey the voice if we don't have time to spend with God and listen. We are not told how this voice came about. Was it in a dream? A vision? We don't know. But God came and spoke to Abraham for a new assignment altogether. So God has had a mission for Abraham. God has a mission for your life. God has a purpose for your life. A reason for your life. Oh, what we need to do is to obey the command from God. And of course, the, the obedience comes together with trust. You cannot obey, you cannot go if you don't trust. Abraham obeyed and trusted the voice of God. This is exactly what happened. In the life of Abraham, he trusted God. He had faith in God, so he had to obey. Brothers and sisters, God is initiating a new direction in the life of Abraham. In the life of the disciples. Departure, living, what does this mean? This church is known to have been involved in mission work. Some of the people in this church have left to go somewhere else to do God's mission, physically, for a short time, or maybe for a long time. But of course, sometimes it cannot always mean physically leaving your country. And go to the unknown place. The resources that you give in this church to support God's work, to support God's mission activity elsewhere, it means you are also there in the field. If you send resources to Malawi, where we are doing God's mission, reaching out to the unrest people groups, if you send the resource, we are able to do extra ministry and bring people into the kingdom of god the credit goes to you and goes to the people on the ground it means you are participating in god's mission god's ministry all oh, what we need to do is to hear god speaking to us and respond This is exactly what Abraham did. Physically, he left. This also calls for transformation of your comfort zone. You are used to this way of life. I am also a parish priest. I will speak out of experience. When you go to a new parish, you find people are used to doing things this way. And when the Spirit of the Lord speaks to you to bring new insights, when the Holy Spirit is speaking to you to bring some life to the way God's Word is saying, sometimes people are not comfortable. Why? Because... They are in this comfort zone. They don't want to leave. It is okay. complacency. It used to be like that. It is like this. Always and forever it shall be. But here God is speaking for you to start behaving in a new way. This is the reason why Jesus is speaking to the disciples, I will make you. That's a transformation. It is a process of making you become a disciple of Jesus Christ. It is a process. It's the same way uh, uh, when we talk of uh, uh, pruning. When you plant your tomatoes, if you want to have them grow big and very nice, You need to remove some of the uh, unnecessary branches that are just coming out. Remove them to leave the good and the right branches. It is the same in our lives. When God is making you, definitely, some parts of your life have to suffer. Your behavior, your your style of life. Has to change. Because God is in the process of making you something new. So a disciple is a person who says what Jesus is saying. A disciple is a person who does what Jesus is doing. To become like Jesus it means you are a disciple. To be a disciple of Jesus. When Jesus Christ was saying follow me, he is saying be like me. Because he's going to to transform, to change. I will make you. This morning we are here, my brothers and sisters, to allow the Holy Spirit of God to make us become the true disciples of Jesus Christ, the true followers of Jesus Christ, in word and deed, the process of making is not an easy one. We cannot do it on our own. We cannot transform our own lives. Jesus is the only one who can make us, who can transform our lives. We are here this morning to worship God, not with our intellect, but with our hearts. Simultaneously worshiping God this morning, in response to the good things that He has done. This is the reason why the psalmist we read this morning... Psalm's number 121 one. I lift up my eyes to the mountains where does my help come from it doesn't come from alliances it doesn't come from human beings it doesn't come from the east from the west from anywhere else our help comes from the Lord we can trust whatever we, we want to trust, but it's temporary. If we trust the Lord, it is eternity. My help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. Anything else that we trust is not almighty. They will come to an end. But we, if we trust the maker of heaven and earth, then we are safe. We are safe. We don't need to worry. If you know that your faith is in God, the Almighty, if you know that you trust the Lord, no matter what happens, you are not shaken. You are not moved. This church will never be moved by Anything. If at all, all of us have strong faith in God, no matter what happens, we know you reign. You know We know you are in this place. We trust you, O oh God. Be on our side. Fight uh, on our behalf. Defend us, O oh God. This is what uh, God said to Abraham. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who curse you. Meaning that if we follow God wholeheartedly, if we have faith in God, if we trust God, God is going to fight on our behalf. When we are quiet, if anyone comes to curse us, he is going to curse them. While we are quiet, those people who bless St. Luke's, God is going to bless them. While we are quiet, when we, we even don't know there is fight outside ourselves, God is there for you. As an individual, as a family, but also as a church, don't be afraid. Have faith in God. Even though there is uncertainty hovering around your family, around your, your life, around this church, God is there for you. Just have faith in God. God will take you where you want to be. Obedience is a key word here. And this is what God said. I'm going to make your name great. I'm going to bless you. And you are going to be a blessing to other people. This is what salvation means in our lives. To be a blessing to other people. To make an impact in the lives of those around you. If you have peace, you give out peace. If you have bitterness in your life, You give out bitterness. You give what you have, not what you don't have. So God is saying, I'm going to bless you, and you are going to be a blessing to many people. You give what you have. A blessing, this is physical blessing, and also spiritual blessing. In other words, God is saying, the families of the earth will bless themselves because of you. Your presence in this place will be a blessing to me because you are blessed. I'm going to bless myself. We have people who walk in curses wherever they go. They cannot make a positive impact in the lives of those around them. Brothers and sisters, this morning, God is inviting you and I to obey His Word. To participate in what God is doing in the world. To be a blessing. He will not let your foot slip. God washes over you. God is your shared sun or moon will not harm you. This is an assurance of becoming a disciple. Sometimes we get frustrated when we, 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 we come across challenging moments in our lives. I'll give you one example of Paul. A faithful servant of God. He was a great preacher, a great teacher. But he had a thorn in his flesh. He prayed to God to remove, to take away, to heal his flesh, his body. This is what God said. My grace is sufficient for you. Live with it. Many times we think if we have a certain physical challenge... It means God is not there. That's not the case, my friends. My brother, my sister, God is there. God is with you. God knows what you are going through. The grace of God is sufficient for you. Even in that situation where you are in, God is faithful. Let me conclude by saying, what does it mean to be a disciple of Jesus Christ? As I said, that what happens is that you do whatever whatever Jesus is doing. You are following. You are being discipled to do what Jesus is doing, to say what Jesus is saying. And if you become a disciple of Jesus Christ, you are also going to make other disciples, other people to be disciples of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ never said we should make people to be Christians, but to be disciples. What's the difference? Let us make people to be the followers of Jesus Christ. Because to be a Christian it's, it's a name. It can be nominal without doing what Jesus is doing. Christian by name. I'm a Christian. When your life is not transformed, when Jesus has never made you remind you, we are talking of the process of making you to become. Underline that. I will make you. So to be a Christian, it can just be nominal. I'm a Christian. Fine. Okay, that's, that's fine. But to be a disciple, it means you are literally doing what Jesus is doing. Saying what Jesus is saying. You are more and more becoming like Jesus in your life, in your talk, in your actions. So, brothers and sisters, this morning, as we are looking at God's mission, God is calling you to participate in the mission of God. Go out in our neighborhood and make more disciples. Bring people into the kingdom of God so that we can see multiplication. If we are 300 in this church, 2017, in this year, let us multiply and become 600. Each and every person here must be busy making disciples. Target only one person and bring that one person to Christ. In this 2018. And the U.S. is very good in inviting, you have a culture. Is it okay if you can come and we have coffee? Yeah, sure. Then that's a platform. Coffee is a platform for you to share what is within you. So, you have all platforms. This year, 2018, make a deal. God, give me the grace to reach out to only one person. We are going to see multiplication. That's what Jesus is looking for. To multiply. If we multiply, what will be the result? A movement to Jesus Christ. Many people will be moving, going to face Jesus, to meet Jesus. And then you will all be in the kingdom of God. That's what God is expecting us to be. If you are able, support those who are working with the unrest people groups for more people to, to be in the kingdom. Wherever you are, if you have people who have not given their lives to Christ, do something. Share what God had put on your heart, on your life. Obedience to the word of God. Living according to the will of God. Hearing the voice of God. And doing according to the will of God. May the good Lord bless each one of us present here as we participate in what God is doing in the world today. May the good Lord give us the zeal to be the light in the world, to be strong in our faith and not be shaken. Let us pray. Heavenly and dear Father, in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I want to say thank you for this morning. Thank you for speaking to our lives, O oh God. Thank you for challenging us. Thank you for encouraging us. Thank you, O oh God, for speaking. Father Lord, we pray that you give us the grace to obey your word and do according to your will. Father Lord, I pray for Greg, his family, the leadership of this church, continue using them mightily, O oh God, to your honor and glory. Father Lord, I pray for healing In the life of each and every person feeling pain, oh God, this morning. Father Lord, I pray and speak blessings in the life of each and every person in this place. Father Lord, take away the spirit of fear in us. Give us courage to live according to your will. Make us disciples, O God, even when the process is painful. Help us to obey you, O God. Help us to multiply. Help us, O God, this morning to see a movement of people going to Jesus. Holy Spirit, minister unto us each and every day. I praise your name, O God, this morning. For this worship. Continue speaking to our hearts. Continue blessing us. O God this morning. Father Lord I pray. That you scatter the hand of the enemy. On this church. In the mighty name of Jesus. I speak blessings. I speak protection. On the lives of your people God. And may the blessing of God. Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, be upon each one of us and remain with us now and forever. Amen.